different in front of a live social media audience. We are a mature podcast to talk about mature things. This is definitely not kid-friendly. We warrant you. Anything that we say about anything is our own personal opinions, not the opinions of anyone else. Any clips we use is not ours. We're just borrowing for the show. Thank you and have a nice day. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Nasty Bitch. My name is DeAndre Robinson. And fuck yeah, I made that beat. Don't. <laughs> that was just hot. Anyway, and these are my friends. Say hello, friends. Hey, friends. It's your girl, Cam. And I think Dre should redo the beat and put the little lighter jar on the beginning. And <laughs> maybe this will be fine. Hey, yo, this is uh, your boy, CJ. And I like to say, uh, yeah, he, he should definitely fix the fucking beat and like, make sure that there's a skip at the end. This, this, yeah. this skip is iconic now. Right, yeah, no. you were supposed to fix that like a year and a half ago. I'm not yeah, it's iconic now. So listen, if I skip it, all right, it, it, it takes away from that. All right. So I'm, I'm Dwayne Meyer, as always. And uh, just in case you guys didn't know, uh, we are into the month of October, which not only is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, I currently have two uh, women that I know. One's a co-worker and one's a friend who are uh, battling breast cancer right now. Um, and And... Hopefully, winning their fights, the uh, the the prognosis looks good for both of them. So I, I believe that we will uh, keep both of those ladies around for a long time. Also, the weather starts turning cold in October, which means it's moonshine. Chilly. Oh. Moonshine in the season. <laughs> I will be making a mash tonight after okay. the uh, the podcast is over. I'm I'm interested to know from the fan base who out there are uh, hobby distillers and uh, let me know your. Uh, your recipes, your thoughts, and then what kind of cool stuff you're making because I'm interested. Chili and okay. Go ahead, Ed. Uh, well, my name is Edward. Uh, me and Dre go uh, way back in the spirit of wrestling. We Usos down since day one. And uh, a shout out to the uh, to the women uh, that you know fighting breast cancer. They gonna they gonna kick that shit ass, and 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 you know what I'm saying they gonna keep living. Fuck cancer. So first, so first and first, welcome to Masturbators. Uh, we'll be debating with the likely topic, just like the topic we have today. Uh, first and first, uh, Marianne Foster wrote, wrote down her moonshine. Listen, her moonshine is fucking amazing. I, okay. I get some every fucking week. I mean, every year. That shit tastes like, like uh, as I said, angel tears. Let, let me get into about five generations, and I'd love to trade some. Oh, my God. Because I'm starting generation one tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I, oh, that shit is fucking great. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, and I always drink, drink on the show because shit's great, and it gives me really, really well. Uh, couple things. It does. Salute. Uh, couple things. Uh, brackets. We are done the horror movie bracket, and the winner of the 104 horror movie bracket is Silence of the Lambs. It beats. Wow. It beat the Nightmare on Elm Street by 51 wow. percent of the votes. Hello, Clarice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm not gonna I lie. That, I'm not gonna lie though. Wow. Uh, 
uh, I, I don't really consider Sounds of Lambs a horror movie. It doesn't scare me. It's it's more. I'm not gonna lie. It's more a comedy to me. That shit's hilarious. Uh, Sounds like <laughs> a psychological you. thriller. Like if oh, I man. had to classify it, it is a psychological thriller because you go from what's your great big fat person to you know it, it rubs the lotion on the skin unless it gets the hose again. It makes right think and that's, put the that's lotion in the fucking basket. Like if, if you guys know anything about me, you know that I love movies that make me think. I fucking love Silence of the Lambs. So, so that one, and shout out to the people that uh, got uh, the posters. Uh, did buy them today. The shipping, they should be some. They they should be there in a couple of days. Uh, so our next bracket we did start is, and Kim gonna hate this, but it is what it is. It is the top 104 hip hop songs of all time. Wow, uh, we did start <laughs> already. Wow. Like the choices so far have already been um, uh, damn. There's so many. There's a couple of moms like, nope, I can't do it. Why y'all doing this to yourself? I, I don't. I don't understand why y'all still doing this to yourself. Oh, so this, you mm-hmm. guys. This I, sometimes, I sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's just you on your nerves. All right, now we're going, going back to the show. All right, listen. So, uh, so we were nominated. <laughs> we were nominated with uh, for the best black host and people choice awards, and we did not win. We did not win. Uh, some. Uh, it's my uh, fault. I'm Korean. Some some horror show one. Um, and listen, congrats to him. However, though, uh, we just we, we nominated again. I mean, it is what it is. So we want to try to get better and better. And hopefully, next year we, we win. That's what it is. So right. we have, we've been on for three years. We've been nominated for three years. We've been on for three years, nominated two years with 10, 10 awards. 10, nominated for 10 awards. I swear we nominated for something the first year. No. No, not the first year. Second, the, first, the second and third year, we've been nominated for 10 awards. We didn't win another 10 awards, but we were nominated for 10 awards. Right. So we're, we're going to do the best TV dads. It doesn't have to be sitcoms. It just has to be TV dads. Okay? All right? Okay. So first person first is myself. Um, I do have some honorable mentions. All right. All right. Number one, Pops from the Wayans Brothers. I'm going to mention. Solid. All right. Solid. Number two, uh, Pops from Blackish is, is my, is, is my, um, is my, uh, is my, I'm going to mention. Not, Pops. not Dre, not Dre, but Pops. Pops, Pops, Pops is the truth. So, not Anthony Anderson? No. Pops, Are you serious? No, no. Oh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was the oh. truth. <laughs> Bro, yeah. uh, yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> no, and he's a good part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, he wasn't. He was. He was. He left the uh, number, number three, the thing about yeah, He left them. How are you good <laughs> Okay, well, number three, James Evans from Good Times. Good dad. James Evans from Good Times. Last but not least, it's unconventional. He only had one episode on the show, but it is what it is. Uh, number four is Leonard Washington from Trading Spouses from the Chappelle Show. Can't fuck with it. <laughs> from the Chappelle Show. Leonard, Leonard Washington <laughs> from Trading Spouses <laughs> from the Chappelle Show. When that white kid, uh, when that white kid said, I'm from the streets, man, unit, he said, get your ass in the car. He said, he said, so rocks. Uh, good, 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 goodbye. <laughs> oh, cool. he, he's the truth. Yeah, but that was a good, that was a good shit. It was. 
But my pick is Cliff Huxtable from the Cosby Show. Now, before I do this, and people, and people that's listening or watching this, no, no, I'm not saying that at all. But when he, he well, oh. he's already out, so I can't can't freak somebody that's already out. Listen, so, uh, so before before I before I go on, I'm going off the character, not the person who played the character. Okay, wow. I need to say that. Because people will go, people will, will say, oh, Bill Cosby. I'm not doing Bill Cosby. I'm doing Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> All right? You'll see Theo. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Cliff Huxtable was the OG black dad. Uh, positive black dad. And I'm not saying nothing about black dad was positive, but at the time where, where he, when Bill Cosby started the show, he, it was a lot of, a lot of super negative racist type of black people. So he got psychologists and doctors and like that to 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 look around and try to have no black stereotypes in the show. Right. Okay. And and it worked for what I think it was eleven season or nine seasons. It worked. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he yo his his wife was bad. His children was okay. The children would grow up to be cool. The spinoff, like, different world. The spinoff, different world was, right. was, was, was cool. He was the essential, like, he was a doctor. He knew how to, how to discipline his kids without, without beating them. He knew how to uh, take on life, 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 life shit without doing, you no know, heavy shit. So, right. my pick would be Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> Um, just because he was the he was the truth. Now here's the thing, and I I watched this video, uh, and said that they wanted him to act white, and I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that with a fucking passion. That that argument is dumb as fuck. Because if somebody has a a good job and take care of their kids, then they're acting white. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Right. So, so yeah. So listen, if I had to be anybody. On the top five, it'll be first. First, first it'll, be, it'll be somebody to be named later, but then be Cliff Huxtable, not Bill Cosby. Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know what was put into the Cliff Huxtable character. I appreciate that they kind of paved the way for positive black family sitcom type situation. Um, If people can separate certain people from their music, then you should be able to separate certain people from their character. Um, The only reason like Cliff is like not an I can't fuck with it and wouldn't be an I can't fuck with it for me. It's only because it's almost like it was a little too perfect. Like, to the point where it's just like, though for most people, most people, that's what you wanted. It wasn't nothing like what you had. And mm-hmm. so there was that separation. And I just wanted there to be a slightly smaller gap. Like, I just wanted to be a sprinkling of the more common. You know what I mean? And I, I get it's hard to do that without stepping in the landmines that come with 
avoiding black stereotypes and keeping it positive and all that other stuff. But it was, it was just like really extra, like to the point where like he was a doctor and his wife was a lawyer, I believe, or vice versa. She was a lawyer. Right. And you never, ever saw either of them take a drink. You know how hard those jobs are? (laughs) (laughs) Like real life though, like real life, you know how, like I don't know no doctor, no lawyer that don't drink, don't smoke, don't do something because that's hard as fuck to to then come home and be all fucking chipper and positive. I appreciate that, but that shit is not, like I was just like, okay. Yeah, like I fuck with the Cosby's. The Cosby family is an iconic family. They are like in bronze, in, you know, like, but at the same time, it's kind of just like you, it's, it made it too perfect to be relatable almost for some people, especially for me, um, who came from Brooklyn, single fair household projects. Like it was too far removed for me, for me to ever be like, oh yeah, that's like, it was kind of just like, damn, must be nice. Like <laughs> that was about it sometimes. So, yeah, I like I like the Cosby Show. I definitely think Cliff Huxtable is a great father. Um, approached a lot of good and hard situations in great ways, um, without resorting to a lot of the negative things that can come along with parenting when people are overwhelmed and have hard jobs. But the fact that it's, it was so pristine and perfect with no no mistakes at all, it just didn't feel real. All right, CJ. Oh, before you go, CJ, uh, Mama May, hello. She says hi to everybody. So, right. hey, man, uh, and hi, man, is mom. All right, All right go, ahead, CJ. All right, um, I completely agree with Cam. Like, I didn't know any families like this. I couldn't relate at all to the show. But it was, the shows, the show was entertaining. It was to me, it was like a prime time after school special. Uh, yeah, they you know they you know they dealt with like some problems. I don't know deal with you know in a you know in a very mild manner like fucking very fucking low key fucking uh, point of view in a different way. But I don't know. I just couldn't. I don't, it was entertaining, but I couldn't really relate to the show. You know, and I didn't really see. You know, he was a, he was a good dad, but I don't know. I just. I don't know. I just never got that fucking good dad vibe from him. Now, now Claire Huxtable, you know, she was more the truth. You know, she you know, she actually got angry and actually said some shit and fucking went off with people every now and then. You know, she seemed more more of a real character than Claire Huxtable. He didn't seem as much of a real character to me. I didn't know anybody like her. You know, didn't know any family like that. I just, I don't know. I could never just get it. I can never fucking like get real personal and don't feel like that with this show. So before uh Dwayne goes, uh Felicia Rashad, my 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 weekly my, my weekly uh shoot my shot Felicia, Felicia Rashad. <laughs> Felicia Rashad, if you see this Felicia Rashad you. is jo- jo- 
I'm about to say Dwayne is DeAndre's imaginary baby mama. Like she what? You did my, yo, yes. She is. <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, uh, Marry me. Uh, yes. She's like eighty nine years old. My roommate just went. Like I love Flix for shot. You did right. You damn right. Oh yeah, you gonna have to fight yeah. the modern yeah, yeah, yeah. money though before that. You know her I, daughter's I know acting that. right. Yeah, but she, but but still, fix your shot. I'll give them my daughter. Listen, listen. I, I want, I want, I want my shot. I'm giving them my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> want, yeah. Want, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I said, she's just like, a chocolate version of her mama, but okay. Yeah, but but yeah. but I, yeah. I, I, I want the real version of her mama. Like like. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm not mad at at the the Cliff Huxtable, like as a character. You know, if if you like you said, you have to separate the actor from the character, and. You know, we're talking about TV dads. Like Bill Cosby is not a TV dad, but Cliff Huxtable is. Um, and, and Cliff Huxtable is an amazing example of a supportive father who uses humor and talks some trash to his kids a little bit, you know, and, and kind of jacks them up some and still makes really tough issues and really hard things to talk about. Teachable moments but kind of cuts the edge off of them a little bit. You know, I mean, they, the the Cosby show tackled some really tough topics for its time. Um, and and I, I feel like the the character of Cliff Huxtable did a really great job at, at you know, kind of diluting serious with a little bit of humor and, and making some really tough topics, things that were digestible for, you know, the, the age of his children. So I, I am not mad at, at Cliff Huxtable at all. Okay, cheesy. What's up, man? All right, um, remember, remember though, words you can't say. Good. I, I, <laughs> I, I definitely remember words I can't say. Just replace but, uh, it with the phrase "word I can't say." I do it all the time. No, no I'm not. I'm not going to say it at all because it's like all right, it's like game time now. But uh, mm-hmm. I definitely disagree with both of y'all with saying that the Cosby Show seemed too perfect. Like, let's take it to the Brady Bunch. That was a father, and he was Caucasian. And he had what? When the show came on, it was what? Three, six, nine. It was was nine squares. The mom and dad, that was two. So that's what? Nine, nine, seven. Yeah. Goddamn 47. Yeah, you guys, because they they put the nanny in the middle. He had six kids. He had six kids. And the Brady Bunch, the way they grew up seemed, seemed perfect, but they was Caucasian. So my take on like that Brady is Bunch why. Me either. I feel you. But why? But it, but if a, if a Caucasian show as the Brady Bunch could have a family and seem too perfect, why can't an African-American family seem too perfect? Like, I, I agree with Dre. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Dre. Way, it was I agree with Dre as, you know, you know, Cliff Huxtable being a good dad. He not my pick, you know. I I lean towards Uncle Wait, wait, wait. Don't pick your pick yet. Don't say your pick Okay, yet. I'm not going to pick my pick yet, but I disagree with how y'all dissected why y'all didn't like the Cosby show. Because it shows, like, Boy Meets World, Caucasian father. I do not like Boy Meets World because Boy Meets World, when you look back at it, is number fucking privilege. I just I like, like the, the show, bag of- but I literally oh, okay. rewatch it and I'm just like, it's like privilege after privilege after privilege after privilege. And I did not yeah. Yeah, rewatch like, it. I would it now never be able to get with young, any of that shit. I, I was so young. I was so like, 
Oh, when, when well, that's uh, yes. so, so, all, so, all the people with penises watch Boy Meets World for Topanga. No, but, no, 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 not true though, not true though. Well, <laughs> or, or Sean's girlfriend or um, that comes in way later. No, 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 no. Um, I watched it because it was fake Philly. Bruh, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was fake. Philly. It was fake Philly. Like that was like diet Philly. It was. off topic a little bit, but it, it shows like Boy Meets World. It shows like Seventh Heaven. It shows like the Brady Bunch. Where That's why Caucasian? So yeah, exactly. Because like Caucasian families seem so perfect. When I was growing up, and I saw that. In my mind, I thought all white people live like that. I swear to God, I just thought right. black people. And that's not believable either. They be smoking, smacking each other. But as a child, but as a child, I thought that's that's what it was until I grew up. So right, if 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 if, if a Caucasian show could show that dynamic of every day of their life being good with small negativity, why can't a black show do that? I'm yeah, not, I think it. you're missing the point. We're not saying that, and we're not saying that we didn't like it when it first came. I, out. I know y'all saying y'all we're didn't adults like it, now. But, so looking back on it, it's kind of just like but, all of those shows. They seem too perfect. That's kind of the I problem. Know, I know, because now we're an adult, we know better. Right, mm-hmm. but 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 to say that the Cosby Show seems too perfect. If if you was going to say that, I would say that that Full House seemed seemed more perfect than the Cosby Show. Full House with the single dad. <laughs> Neighbor coming over eating all your food. There was a couple. Well, white, more, there was a sprinkle of problems, right. at least in full. But in but, but you said okay. but you right. said but you said that yeah, boy meets world had white privilege and full house. Hella did. white privilege. Hella white. Privilege. And full house didn't have white okay. privilege. All right, yeah. Well, all right, we can talk about that show later. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely yeah. get that show soon. Next TV dad is Danny Tanner. Oh shit! Okay, here you go. <laughs> all right. First off, I got some honorable mentions. Yeah, well, Dre blew. I mean, uh, Dwayne blew one of mine up and fucking uh, chat. Fucking uh, Al Bunny. That's what I do. I love, <laughs> I love to Al Bunny. I don't give a fuck so, what anybody say. So, so got a truth, yeah. TJ. I, I had Al Bundy on my list, and I didn't pick him just for you. For you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Al Bundy hey, is CJ no. if he ever becomes ever becomes a fucking dad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he hey, he was trying his he was trying his ass off and he you know, he he's got bad break after bad break like all the time, but he still tried his ass off. Yeah. Look at the next one, Homer Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. He tries, he's just an idiot. You know, but again, he tries to be that, you know. You know. Uh then there's a of modern family, fucking Phil Dumphy. Uh and uh, after this, on the show, uh, Parenthood, again, Adam Adam Braverman. All right. My, wait, 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 wait. Which, which Parenthood? The white Parenthood or the black Parenthood? There's Black Parenthood? Uh, of yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, with, with Robert Townsend. No. Okay, obviously it wasn't that one. Go ahead. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, my pick was uh, Danny Tanner. Now, out of the five dads on this list, he's the only single father on the list. Uh, yeah, no, uh, dude, no, after, yeah, he's the only single father. After, you know, after his wife died, he still remained a positive role model in his daughter's life. Just, you know, 
you know, like, you know, he he gave them like, he set them up to be, have a good environment for them to fucking feel safe and feel loved, and always made sure that they knew like, how important they were, you know, and always made sure that you know they felt the love and they were they were able, you know, to talk to like even if they couldn't talk to just him, they'd had someone to talk to. Uh, he uh, he just. Uh, he was uh, even when he was even when he had to punish them, he did it in the most wholesome way, the most wholesome way possible. All you know, always let's say, like, and just you know, you know, he always, you know, it's hard. You know, he always just the environment he tried to fucking create for his daughters is just amazing. You know, and you know, and how he, you know, and how he tried to work raise them. How well, was like he never you know, never shouted at them once. You know, fucking no, you know, hold them, grounded them, punish them, but always like, look, still tried to uplift them at the same time. Uh, no, don't get me wrong, he was corny as fuck. He really was. He was he was corny as fuck. But you know, I, you know, I just, I got love. I like his style. Okay, Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> okay danny tanner um your original pick so th- this is one of those problems where you almost like cliff huxtable where you have a hard time because of modern events you have a hard time separating the character from the actor right but in the case of danny tanner that character was written on purpose to be the way that he was based on Bob Saget, rip Bob Saget. Um, the, the character was written to be that corny and be that way because of Bob Saget's standup and how absolutely raunchy his standup was. Um, so, so they, they're like his agents literally were like, we need to find you something else. Because if we don't, you are going to get pigeonholed into this dirty comedy thing. And he he had gone so far past George Carlin at this point in, in his stand-up and his comedy as just being the really dirty comic that they had to find him some kind of role that would have been anything but. And, and so they just cheesed up this show. The other argument you can go with is everybody always says, oh, it takes a village to raise kids. My dude had like a village and then some neighbors and some extra help and and another small town to come by and do his job for him. And then Danny Tanner legitimately was in maybe 20% of the overall scenes of that show because you had Uncle Jesse and you had the the other one, the, the uh, goofy ass white dude, or was that Uncle Jesse? Yeah, the, the the guy and his girlfriend lived up in the upstairs, and then you had the the comedian, you know, dipshit uncle with the mullet, um, and then you had the neighbor and the other neighbor. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's last on the list for me, but he might be last on the list for me. Uh, just. I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't want to completely shit on your pick, but I kind of want to shit on your pick. <laughs> oh, uh, I right. your pick. Yeah, go ahead. 
I remember your pinky is there. All right, go go ahead. Um, all right, so are, are we naming our favorites now in our honorable mention? No, no, no. You just gotta talk about Danny Tanner. All right, uh, all right, I take my hat off to Danny Tanner. Um, and he was actually I was gonna pick him number one just off, off of the simple fact that to be a single father and raise three girls, you know, and when you watch the show, ain't none of them sneak no 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 guys in the house, like they wasn't like out out doing nothing bad, you know what I'm saying? Like Mary Kate and Ashley, and I think he had the other daughter was DJ. Like they all was like pretty, like well raised and well made girls. So I can't say anything uh bad about Daddy Tanner. You know the character, rest in peace to Bob Saget. But um like Danny Tanner, somebody who I got a you know, whole bunch of respect for just to raise, you know, three women on your own as a man. Like we don't want to know anything about being a woman. We don't know anything about when the menstrual cycles come on, how emotional, you know, women could get. Like we don't know nothing about none of that. So for a man to raise three girls on his own. I think it was freaking amazing. And um, I, I can't say anything bad about Danny Tanner. Like, I, I salute my guy. All right. So, it's on me. Uh, first and first, recipes of Bob Saget. I want to say that right now. Uh, he passed away in January of this year. Um, so rest in peace. Uh, he, born, he was born and raised in Philly uh, and went to my alma mater, Temple University. So, rest in peace to Bob Saget. All right. Um, I always want to say that right now. Uh, with that being said, I can't hear this. I see that coming. <laughs> with that being said, smash. Uh, I'm not going to smash it too bad because I did not watch Full House. I didn't watch Full House. The black side of me did not watch Full House. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the guy the truth. Um, the white side of me was embarrassed about Full House. Yeah, the black side of me did not watch really watch Full House. My mama didn't. That wasn't something that we did we watch. The only thing I know about Full House is that uh, somebody's pick, uh, spoiler, uh, from Fan Matters and Steve Urkel was on the episode or two, uh, and that's that's all I know about Full House. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I know about Full House. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Steve Urkel was on was on the episode. They, they, they was in, they was in the same universe. Yeah. I know That's, he's on step by step, but I don't remember him in Full House. My wife on, is He was in Full chat. House. Like she's just it wasn't, it wasn't step by step. It was false. No, it so, was step by step. It was. What was the bet? I just looked it up. <laughs> What's the bet? Uh, <laughs> French website Google. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I can't say a lot of things bad about it, but I can't say anything good about it either because I don't know anything about him because. Uh, because I didn't watch the show. However, I will go off with what Amanda said, and they do say three three whiny privileged girls. And God of Truth, they smart mouth as fuck too. And the God of Truth, what, what, what I will say as well is, um, well, um, uh, the whole race privilege, but like like God of Truth, I will give more more credit. And I'm not trying to bag on people that had both parents and don't have both parents, but. People saying that he was a single dad, but he had didn't he have uh his his brother and his brother's wife and another brother living in that house? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so, I mean, that goes down for me. But, yeah, Cam's on you. Okay, let me go ahead and clean this all up. He's the worst one out of all of these choices. That's <laughs> okay. okay, you're absolutely right. They start with this single father uh, vibe that they're fucking giving you. But then he brings in two other men. And even uh, well along the show, for the people who watch it, the two men, him plus the two men can't even do it. There are many times where they still resort to Jesse's girlfriend or Danny's girlfriend to step in for special moments. And so it really is five people raising three kids not that well. Like... It's cute, it's funny, it's quippy. I watched the show. I have no problem with the show. But as far as for saying that he was the best dad, first of all, he wasn't even the best dad of the three guys. Jesse was the best dad of the three guys. Right. And if it wasn't for him, it was the other uncle. He really came in last because he was overprotective. He never he was sheltering those girls. He never wanted them to do or experience anything. And you know what that leads to, your kids sneaking out. It had to be the other uncles to kind of build a barrier and build a more special relationship. They He was the sitcom version of Nemo's dad, Marlon. <laughs> Overprotective. Oh. As fuck. Oh. Overprotective as fuck. Damn. Every time the kids wanted to do something, they had to go to the other people to convince him to let them do it. It was ridiculous. And then on top of it, he had there. What was was it? DJ who had a best friend, Kimmy, who would come over all the time. She she get she got the role of the annoying neighbor, and he was rude as fuck to her. That's your daughter's best friend. She's thirteen. I don't care how annoying a kid is. You're a fucking adult, and you talking to her stupid. Like, and I was just like, oh, but it's funny. And I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> he's not the worst dad. On TV, but he's definitely not the best. So, uh, Carl Winslow's next. That's me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I picked Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Um, there he is. Look at him. Um, because I feel like Carl was not only the dad I wanted, but he was believable. He wasn't perfect. He made a lot of mistakes, but when the shit really hit the fan, or really mattered, he was ten toes down. Ten toes down, and he was there for you. You made the right decisions. He talked people through certain situations. He supported you when he needed to support you. He wasn't even a perfect husband. Let's be honest. Um, he was a better father than he was a husband. But that's neither here nor there because that's not what we talk about. Um, and Loki, like, if you notice, was even though when he found them annoying, unlike a previous father was still kind of a dad to all of the kids' friends when they would come and all of that, and but, like, to a certain limit. Like, all right, now, nah, I gave you good effort. I loved you, now get out. Like, and that's the kind of dad that I feel like is realistic and that I would want, and that's why I picked Carl. Um, and to be honest, any parent that could put up with Steve fucking Urkel <laughs> gets an extra point just for that because ain't no way. Ain't no way. Oh, man, I forgot my honorable mentions. I always do that. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> can you cut it? Go ahead. Right? Got you. Got you. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Edward Slitter first from Boondocks. Best dad ever. Okay. 
I wanted Carl Winslow. See, they are guessing. Um, dang, y'all made me laugh. <laughs> Derailed. Uh, what was I talking about? I mentioned that. Oh, the dad from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, Julius. Julius. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I, <laughs> I probably needed him in my life. That's 67, 67 cents worth of juice. You finna drink yeah, that yeah, juice. Yeah, drink that shit. <laughs> <laughs> His math game was on court. <laughs> I budget I budget pretty well, but I feel like but, I would have yeah, like you, a nine hundred credit score and a lot of money in the bank if I was raised by that man. Okay. Um he was just a fucking one. Also, I don't know if this counts because it was a movie, but it's a movie that they play on TV all the time. Idris Alba's uh version of the father from Daddy's Girl. Daddy's little girl, and that's some Daddy's movie. Daddy's little girl, yeah. And BET plays so much as TV shows. It should count that because I'm also I feel like I would be that parent. Like I'm finna I'm finna bust your ass for my kids. So those are my honorable mentions. And Carl Winslow is my choice. I feel like he's the most realistic, imperfect, but still perfect at the same time, Dad. Um. So yeah, I'll argue with y'all about him. So. Uh, normally, I would let CJ go first, but I'm gonna take the range on this one. Like Carl Winslow, Carl Winslow would have been my choice, um, and I, I let uh, Cam pick pick Carl. Um, uh, and it wasn't for the obvious choice that's going to win this game thing. I'm spoiler. Somebody's choice is definitely going to win the whole thing. It is what it is. Uh, but <laughs> but it was our choice. Mm-hmm. This this would have been my. I can't fuck with it. This is when this is my number two. Spoiler. Here's the thing about uh, Carl Winslow that I didn't like. Uh, he was a cop in Chicago that didn't lock his doors. This motherfucker doors were never, <laughs> never, right? never, never fucking locked. He's yeah, a cop in Chicago. No, he's a cop in Chicago. And he was a cop. I, I don't he give a damn. If you want to, he's got the right to shoot <laughs> you. I don't like my gun because I got listen, a gun. Come listen, on in. There's a cop of Chicago. There's a two things I like about Carl Winslow. The cop of Chicago that he did, he did not like his shit. Any doors, the back door, nor the front door was <laughs> that shit was unlocked. That right. was sitcom rule number one. You can't lock your doors. <laughs> can't lock your doors. Second thing is the fact that the whole Steve Urkel thing is his fault. I, I love Steve Urkel. I love, I love Steve Urkel. Right. Tried to get, but it was, it was out of good intentions. He didn't want was, his daughter to not have a date. It, it was it was his fault. He didn't know Steve was such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Steve Urkel. Yes, he did. <laughs> he no, he day. did. This no, he did. Every day. Did you rewatch the beginning of the show in that pilot season? He did mm-hmm. not. He just knew the neighbors had a son. And he also knew that a boy uh, that went right. to her school did some weird shit. He didn't realize the kids were too... But one and the same until after. Well, listen, I'm just gonna let you know that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna let you know that uh, with number two, because I, I do like I do like Carl Winslow. He was a, he was a fantastic dad. So fantastic dad. He was a little bit sexist from two episodes with with, with Laura. Also, oh, sorry, number three bad thing. Number, number three bad thing. 
he don't know how many kids he has. Cause his, cause his, I told you, you better until you twenty three. Well, I love Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow was, was was the truth. Um, he was a good he was good pop, uh, more better pop than he was actually a, a husband, like like Cam said. Um, he he did everything. He even went up against other cops for his kids. When when, when, when his kids were Richard got Richard profiled by the white cop, he yo he he was he was, he was on one. He, he threw a cheer and, 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 he threw a cheer and everything at the, at the fucking cop. I'm like listen, listen, he was on one. <laughs> he, he ready to go. You ever go against yeah, your own gang? Yeah, wow, he ready to go. So so yeah so big ups to Carl like he, this will get my number two. Uh, CJ's on you. Wait, right. CJ, really quick. I just want to throw in there. To this day, when I need to come down, sometimes I still go three, two, one, one, two, three. One, two, three. What the what heck, the is, heck bothering is bothering me? me? <laughs> I love, I love that shit. I still I love do that it. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I, I thought yeah, I always thought Carl was was uh, quick tempered and very judgmental. With that being said, he was a better dad than most dads I knew at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Like now, compared to TV dads, I'm not saying he's the greatest. You know, there's a lot of like really great TV dads there. Great, but I look at it compared to like. You know, the dad that actually knew he was like, you know, he was more realistic. He was so relatable. And it's like, dude, he was, all right. He was on fucking point with his shit. And fucking, yeah. You know, like, so many people fucking, uh, fucking, uh, are dogging him down, are dogging nowadays because, uh, because he grounded, you know, he grounded his son for, uh, losing a screwdriver. Like, it's just a screwdriver. Like, no. Uh, apparently, you missed the entire point of the fucking show. You missed the entire point of that episode. You missed the entire point of the fucking lesson. No, no, yeah, that dude, he deserved to be grounded. You, I, I think, oh, I think, you know, you know, he was, you know, he was loud, but you know, he was, I think he was a pretty good dad. It was just a few things that bothered me about the show. Like, one, the whole Steve Urkel thing, dude, that dude was a, a menace uh, harassing your daughter, and you said nothing ever about it, never sat him down once. Know about that, he did. Wait, what? No, sorry. Two, he well, two, all the time, but he never two, actually like talked. A, to him. Wait, like I two, see what CJ's saying. Yeah, two. He's a fucking cop, you know. And you got this fucking adolescent kid next door whose parents are always gone. You know, they pretty much abandoned him, and you don't say or do nothing about it. You know, sometimes know his parents aren't there and send him home. Knowing he ain't got no parents there or nothing, you fucking just send him home. Like, all right. That like the stuff like that. He's wow. off the clock. You oh, want him to be a cop? Cop twenty four seven. So so the fuck what? Yo, he's also he's also a dad. If a car crash, like, you gonna send, you gonna send a kid home to an empty house? Your car and be like, let me take your information. You know, you know that's your that's your day, right? No, fuck that. If you fucking call somebody. Oh, call somebody. Look, see if he got some other family he can stay with or something. Do some shit. 
Yeah. He did ask those questions. He'd be like, you ain't got nobody. Yeah. Well, I've got an uncle, but they don't really let me stay over. Like, he asked those questions. Yeah. All the answers was like, don't nobody yeah. fuck with me. That All was right. always his answer. All right. hey, 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 I got a, I got a basement. Look, hey, just stay there till, uh, stay in the basement till uh, your parents get back or something. Or, or, yeah, or send somebody over there with him. He, like, you know what would happen? Your basement would sound like That's just my fucking thing. You don't send a kid home like that. But, uh, yeah, but other than that, no, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not a good dad, you know. But you know, because like I said, for me, you know, he's a great dad compared to like I said, compared to like a lot of dads I knew. But there's just a few things that bother me. Yeah. All right, we gotta talk about this shit. So, so first thing first. Oh yeah. He did, I don't think he. I don't think he like was a menace to to them. He was an asshole. Like, I was gonna say an asshole, and then he he had boundary issues. But he, but he, yeah. he grew up with no young issues. So I'm, the, the next thing is, is a super, yeah. super stretch. Dude, Second thing, his you know the hundred thousand dollars worth his, of damage he did to their house. Yeah. That's okay. Again, that is one. And curl. he never sued him. That was he, really he nice because the way <laughs> I was like, boy, yeah. told me about. Yeah. So 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 the second thing yeah, is though man. second thing that, 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 that yeah, he, he did he so so first first, first the, the first four or five seasons his mom and dad was there they never saw him but mom and dad was there but then when they moved to I guess Moscow or, or, or Russia where that shit was they they took him in they took him in <laughs> he was the legal guardian of they, of Steve they Rickle. took in Steve Steve's Yugo and his his uh. Squeeze box, what the hell is things called? Accordion. Yeah, accordion. And CJ. Yeah. yeah. They, they took yeah. him in. So, so, so no. his parents was there. They, they just bounced no. for a little bit because it was, that was later, later. No, no. His, his parents you traveled, were gone all of the time. Right. There was a Christmas that his parents yeah. were from gone. Yes. He was at the house by himself. Yeah. But he was after 16. Like a certain age, you're allowed to be home alone, right? Yeah, he was 16. You got to be like 13 or something like that. I had That's like it. two full time jobs when I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, the way you show your age, because that's like back when I was young, I used to walk right, when I was miles a kid, I worked inside <laughs> while I was running. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you'll learn to watch your phrasing. All right, <laughs> Dwayne, go ahead. I Carl Winslow for me is is almost kind of on that same level with with Cliff Huxtable. You know, I think he was an excellent role model. He was a successful human being right um he, he can show you what hard work looks like and what the rewards of it look like could be a little short-tempered with steve from time to time right but did he ever hurt him like sure. did he did he, did he, did he stay? With the, but did he die right, did he die <laughs> right. right. so you know, when when Dare and I were friends with some friends that we used to be friends with, we we don't fuck with them no more. Um, their kids annoyed the shit out of me, like they like two fucking eleven, right? And I'm just like, I love my kids, but fuck your kids, right? Like I will fucking watch your kids fall down some steps. I don't give a shit. Damn. Like I don't fucking care. Huh. All I can is the way that the top is like, damn, that's death. Death. you should probably get up. <laughs> I like I love my children, but some other people's children annoy me to fucking death. Like I'm not playing. Um but was I ever mean to them? No. Right? So and, and I look I look at you know Carl Winslow and I'm like he was kind. 
like he was he was nicer than I would be in that situation because nobody's kids have ever been as extra as fuck as as Steve Urkel ever was. And he didn't just snatch the kid's fucking soul out because he could and it would have been completely justified. Like you annoying ass and they get the oh my goddamn living room. Um never once, right? And and he kind of like you said, he took him in. They, they, you know, gave him, gave him shelter, gave him, you know, kind of a role model, sort of helped him out a little bit. And then he turned into Steven Stefan Urkel. So you helped that, that ugly caterpillar turn into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> Stefan Urkel is one of the most overrated characters of all time. I said it. Thank you. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, I'm trying to find something nice to say because I don't want to say something mean about Carl Winslow because you might arrest me. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up, man? What's with you? Um, I think he was a good dad. Wonderful dad. He had a, you know, nine, nine to five. He was a cop. And, you know, he never had his doors locked in Chicago. And Chicago got the most gangs probably outside of county. So if he left his door open all the time, Carl Winslow probably had some straps in the house. Like I wish y'all would run I wish y'all would run up in here. <laughs> but I just say that to, uh to say I, I think he I think he was a great dad. Um and I think he handled the uh the Steve Urkel uh situation good. You know, you can't. I, I never saw Steve Urkel parents. I never even heard them talk about them when I watched the show, so I can't say like. But I say like, what if what if what if Steve Steve Urkel home was broken? Like, what if his pops was drinking all the time, beating on his mom? He ain't want to be around that, so he went over their house. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a safe haven. Like, like we don't know why he went over there all the time, but he kept going over there, and I wouldn't say that he harassed his daughter. Or, or or like like made her feel uncomfortable or nothing. He was just a young a young a young man with a crush on a girl he thought was beautiful. Like I don't think Steve was like wrong for for how he acted around Laura or for the things that he said. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like if I if that was my daughter and he was coming over the crib and he had a crush, I wouldn't trip. Like he, he ain't never tried to put his hands on her or. See it, what's up, baby? All in her mix, like he was like damn near starstruck when he seen it. So, like I think you know Carl Winslow handled that situation well. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he was an awesome father and he raised his kids well. I, I can't say nothing bad about. Him. All right, next dad is Uncle Phil. All right, uh, Uncle Phil was my was my number one. Uh, just off the strength of like, he, he was he was African American man. He was a judge with a good job. He never stepped out on his wife. The only time you seen him with a different woman was when they switched on <laughs> bill, bro. And like they took and they took the fucking life skin. <laughs> <laughs> the only other woman that he was ever with was uh, Jeffrey. Go and get no, him. No, the only other woman he was with was the same woman with a different complexion. Like, we wasn't going to know. When they were oh, uh, <laughs> But nah, no cap. That's the only time. Like, like, you seen that. And then, like, like Will wasn't even part of his side of the family. Will was 
on our Ben's side of the family. And when Will moved in their crib, like he really was like, like, yeah, hey, who this? You know what I'm saying? And then he loved him like a son and treated him like a son. And then I remember one time, and, and then he raised all his kids well. Like Hillary was just spoiled. She was dumb, but she was spoiled. But she was raised right. Carlton was smart, had a sense of humor, but they was all raised right, so they was different. And then like Uncle Phil, like they had money, but he wasn't bougie. I remember one episode. He gave Will some money. Like he did something for Uncle Phil, got some money. Will went to the pool hall and lost it gambling. He went back to Uncle Phil, told him, like, yeah, I lost the money game. Uncle Phil, like, what? So they go back. Uncle Phil played pool with the ball. And Uncle Phil, like, all right, listen, he lose. All right, let's play $100 a ball now. You really want to play? Uncle Phil said, Jeffrey, hand me my stick. Hand him his own pool stick. Clean the table on the ball. Got Will money back. Plus more. So Uncle Phil was a good dad, a judge, and he was a hustler. Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil to me was was the goat of all the TV dads. Like, and he checked Will dad. Like, are you just gonna leave him? Like, for real? Like, he this had me to see you, and you just gonna bounce. Uncle Phil told him, like, get the get the fuck out my house. Like, he was. I think Uncle Phil was the dad that everybody growing up, African American in America needed. Right, so first and first, I want to say evidently I'm black, Dan, because I want Uncle Phil to be my dad. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, bro, you right, right Dan. You want us, you hear me? Oh, okay, we want to scrap that. Listen, so uh, <laughs> first and first, I, I do want to say, um, I, I love uh, cheese me on here because I miss Philly, Philly talk. I mean, you thought my accent in Philly was the man, there were so many bulls and in Miami, like, listen. I miss Shad. I'm not gonna lie. I miss Shad. No, no, trust me, I'm not. Uh, so just like uh, Dwayne's wife said, uh, I have I didn't grow up with a pop at all. So I have three dads, TV dads, those were my pop, and that was Carl Winslow, Uncle Phil. And God's truth, I'll Bundy. Uh, those, those three were, were, were my dads. All right, growing up without a pop, and especially in Philly, is was fucking rough. Um, All right, it, it, it's hundred percent rough. I'm not saying that anywhere anywhere else is not rough, but I know for where I'm from, that shit is rough. So growing up, seeing Uncle Phil, Carl Winslow, and like I said, even Al Bundy, that shit. They brought me. They, they made me the man who I am today. So I was the Uncle Phil's that I can't fuck with for me. This Uncle Phil, and then God of Truth, the the Bel Air Uncle Phil wasn't bad either. But we're going to talk about James Avery though. Jamie Avery passed away. I I cried like like Rest my dad peace. passed away. Jamie passed away. I cried like, a, like my own dad because he was, especially with when his dad come back. Because Phil tried inside of Phil will try his best. To bounce for Uncle Phil, you're not my father. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my father. All that kind of good shit. And he still was there. Fuck you. Got my house. You tell me yourself. All that kind of good shit. And still hugged me at the end. That's when I knew that Uncle Phil was was pops. Like that's that's my dad. Uncle Phil was a lawyer, but he was a judge. Sorry, so he was a lawyer slash judge. Yeah, he was a lawyer um, first. 
His lawyer yeah, first judge. judge. Yeah, he was a but, lawyer. He oh, ran for judge, lost, mm-hmm. ran again, won. Won. Uh, well, well, well the, the person died. They they, they, they came to they oh, came to judge. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, and he like he was a lawyer. His wife was a teacher. Kind of like the Huxtables. Uh, lawyer, doctor. However, with, with, with Uncle Phil was, he kept realness to him. Like th- there was actually some tragedy stuff happened, and he knew how to handle it, or or he handled it. Right. Everything, everything from like I said, his dad coming back and being an asshole, <laughs> from his what his his daughter's his daughter's fiance getting splatted. Hillary, <laughs> will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> but, but he knew. What to, <laughs> but he, he knew what to, he, but he knew what to do though he knew what to do and uncle phil like every time i i i, I needed something in my life i had to think about what episode i could watch uh freshman's Air, where i could think about and uncle phil will help me out what will uncle phil do or tell me to do so god is truth this is my i can't fuck with it rest in peace uncle phil rest in peace to james avery you're a fucking amazing guy. Uncle Phil, you made Uncle Phil great. I can't fuck with it. Cam's on you. First off, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. But no, um, I think we all feel the same way. I I think everybody wanted to be a part of that household. It was the happy medium. It was kind of perfect. They had the money, but they came, they didn't come from money. So the parents still had that realistic mindset and wanting to make sure their children had the best, but didn't take it for granted. Um, Didn't forget, you know, where they came from, who they were, their culture, um, but also still pushing them to be at the, you know, the biggest and best that they could be, which is what we all, you know, dream for in the perfect situation. Um, Of course, he got extra credit for taking Will under his wing, even though Will was not his child. Or even from his side of his family, like you guys said, it was definitely his wife's nephew, not his. Um, (laughs) You shaking your head, Jay, stop it. Um, (laughs) My only thing is, there's a part in the show where they try to make it seem like Carlton's overreacting, but I don't think he is. I do feel like, in a way, and I get it, I get it. It's Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's about Will, and that's part of the reason why. But there were definitely sometimes I was just like, you know, you got other kids, right? You want to check on them? Like how he was with Will was beautiful. Um, they butt heads, but they find a way to still you know, be positive and be happy. And, you know, even if they have to disagree, disagree or whatever it may be, um, just keep a positive, you know, father figure, son figure relationship. I don't even know if son figure is a thing. I think I made that up. Um, it's a thing But now. there were times. I'm sorry. Wait, what did you say? It's, it's a thing now. I'm with it. That, that's that's all. Right. just like, yeah, it's a son figure. Um, but I'm like, there are times I was kind of just like, you spent both. You guys spent way more time 
on Will versus your cho- your children, and then they would act out because they weren't getting attention, which I you know it adds to the realness of the show, but it was kind of just like I don't know, and I'm not a parent, and I know balancing children is hard as it is real life. So I don't necessarily dock them a point because it's realistic. Giving every- I'm sorry, my car is getting stolen. That's not like somebody that. car getting stolen. Like I don't. Yeah, know. it happens. Anyway, um, but anyway, I I don't I don't really have many bad things to say about Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil played a role that brought a lot of us to tears. Um, laughs, you know, had moments where we respected him, had moments where we were mad at him. It, like it, it, the role was well done. The actor was amazing. In all honesty, this is one of those things that shouldn't even been a choice because it's kind of like cheating. But you know, we begin to guess. You know, the ability to do whatever. So <laughs> it's it, it's true because it, it's it's almost it like over before it started. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's almost like duh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Uncle Phil was an amazing father. Kind of the father I wish I would have had, but it is what it is. He's going to win. We all know that. So. <laughs> all right. CJ. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rest in peace, baby. Uh, baby. Like, oh, I'm going to feel. Peace. Um, yeah. All right. First things first, I want to address that. You know, we all know. Like one of the yeah you know, one of the best episodes on television was the one when Will's dad came back. That uh, that was one of the best episodes ever. Well, but then there's uh, to be like another great episode in the show was uh, a way earlier episode when Will first started well, when Will joined the basketball team. Uh, and then of course you know then uh, you know Phil. Just started showing up. Uncle Phil never showed up to any of the basketball games before, but when Will joined the team, he started showing up. Oh, and that uh, kind of uh, crawled in the wrong way. Now, when you finally, you know, when they finally talked about it, he sat down and explained to him, you know, Carlton has so many extracurricular activities that Uncle Phil has never missed. He's been to, you know, he's been to all his debate shed and like this and that, and like all his other extracurricular activities. He can't go to all of them. The, you know, and at the same time, Will has nobody out here. Just these guys. This just just your family. This is it. This is all he has. His his you know his mom is thousands of miles away. His friends thousands of miles away. He has nobody. Just as us. So yes, I'm showing up right now to support him because we're all he's got. You know, he should be helping to support him too. You know, you know that right there. Just like yeah, that's like dude, that's. That's fucking top shelf. That's upper level right there. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, I... Well, Bill was just always been, you know, always been one of my favorite fucking TV dads. He's fucking amazing, you know. He's, you know, he's firm, but fair, you know, and he's, you know, he's... All his kids are completely different, including including Will. They're all completely different, and he doesn't shame any of them for, like, being their differences. He, you know, he tries to guide them to be in the best versions of themselves with, you know, while respecting each individual, that, you, know, you know, and yeah, that's why I can't fuck with it. And he, dude, Uncle Phil is 
Yo, he's the GOAT when it comes to talking TV dads. Um, he's fucking amazing. I would love him to be my dad. Dwayne. So let me say this. I also can't fuck with it. And let me tell you why. Um, so I grew up a little bit uh, atypical, I guess you could say. Um, and I see this guy on TV who is filling almost a stepdad-like role for, uh, you know, Will Smith's character. And, you know, my mom currently is on husband number four. I've talked about this in the past. Uh, Phil is that dad that I, I never had, right? He's that, that guy that you're like, man, it, like, this is fiction. Like, it's absolutely fiction. Uh, everything's happy all the time and whatever, and you get through the first couple of seasons, and you're, okay, there's a little bit of support there, and okay, whatever. And and the show really didn't reach me uh, at that point. And then Will's dad, his biological dad, shows up. And when that episode aired, I was probably, I don't know, maybe 16 I mean, you know, if, if anybody's got the year of that specific episode, I don't know what it's called. I can get it. Go ahead. But, you know, whatever we I remember being a teenager when I saw it for the first time and I had had the ultimate falling out uh, with with my dad um, and it did did not go well. I mean, we we got into some physical shit and I mean, it there was we had some punches and some whatnots and some go fuck yourselves and all that kind of stuff that, that came down. And at that moment I was like, okay, well streaming services were not a thing uh, back at that point, And Netflix hadn't even been invented yet. Right. So I actually had to order uh, from, uh, Oh God, what the heck was it called? Columbia house. Uh, oh, I ordered yeah. from Columbia house, uh, uh, the fresh Prince of Bel Air on DVD because I wanted to go back and watch all the episodes in order for continuity uh, and really see like, Oh, Napster wasn't even a thing yet. Um, th this is, we're talking like 95, 96. I mean, mm -hmm. this, this was mid nineties. I think when that, when that aired, yeah. it might've been 98 at the absolute latest 94, no 94. Okay. So I was, I was 14, 14. When, that, when that came out the summer of, of 94, I turned 14 years old. Um, so, you know, I, I look at that one episode and that absolutely 13. anchored my love for Uncle Phil as the stepdad that I never got, um, you know, because my, my mom was married to my biological father. Uh, they divorced right around 84. Uh, my mom remarried uh, Jeff. Great guy. Still talk to him, his son and his daughter. I still consider my brother and sister, you know, 30 years later. Um, but they didn't work out, you know, as a married couple. Right. And so they divorced right around 1991. Uh, my mom met this guy named Brent. Uh, and I think I was maybe 13. Yeah. So we were, we were working through, you know, the first, uh, yeah. AOL chat rooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the era that, uh, we were on dial up with the, with the thing, going, you know, doing all that. Uh, it's not like you broke all your dishes when you sign on to, to AOL. But 
Uncle Phil to me became the pinnacle. That one episode, you know, that why don't he want me, man? And he turns around and Uncle Phil didn't just give him a hug. Uncle Phil snatched him up. He took him off the ground. He took the weight off of that that boy, that young man, and and literally lifted the physical weight out of his shoes and held him there. The kind of hug from a father figure that I've never gotten. I mean, just one that I I would just I pine for. The kind of hugs I try to give my daughters, right? And I'm like, wow, this dude. He's he he's the guy. He's the goat. That's it. And then you have you go back and you rewatch the show, and then you watch past those episodes and you see you know Lucille is the name of his pool stick in in the one that uh, 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 was it Edward, right? That his name? Yeah. Did I, yeah. So I, was, I just forget his name. But he's he's funny. He's street smart. He didn't forget where he came from or how he came from and and the steps and the work that it took for him to get to where he is as a man, as a father, as an uncle, uh, and, and filling that void for someone who most desperately needs it. That's, that's why I can't fuck with it. I mean, Uncle Phil is the best father ever on screen, ever, period, ever. Know it's gonna be hard to to, to top that, but uh, Dwayne, who are you? Oh, perfect! I picked Tim Taylor because I couldn't pick Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, I I went straight for the slapstick comedy. Um, I I loved Tim Allen in the nineties. Uh, really, he was kind of at the top of his comedic game. He was funny and then whatever. And that, you know, a lot of his standups that he was doing at the time uh, were kind of based on this sort of ultra manly, you know, I think now we consider it toxic masculinity. If you're, if you're, you know, into the verbiage of that. Um, I don't think Tim Taylor was exactly the most toxic dude. Um, because most of what he did was, was manly for the sake of like the tools and the, and the building stuff and trying to be like handy. You know, he wasn't so much like the, the, the sexist version of toxic masculinity, uh, as much as he was like, I just, you, you need to be a man. You want to be good at swinging hammers and turning wrenches, you know, ha ha ha. Um, but honestly, I think that Wilson was my favorite character on that show. Like I, I love Tim Taylor. It's, it's funny. It's a ha ha, whatever. But the neighbor over the fence, you know, just just some eyes and a hat like that. That was absolutely the best part of, of Home Improvement for me. Best character in the entire show. Yeah, it was one of the best supporting characters I think in all of TV. Who you never see their face until ten years later when they were on a Lexus commercial and you recognized that forehead and you went, <laughs> oh shit, that's. That's the dude from the from the, he's he's Wilson next door to Tim Taylor. Oh my god! I had no idea who the fuck that dude was until ten years later when I saw him on a Lexus commercial. I, look, I like Tim Allen. I think the Santa Claus is great. I think a lot of his movies are great. But how the hell do you follow Uncle Phil with Tim Taylor? Fuck that! <laughs> um, to be honest, uh, what you said about. Uh, about Full House, you really didn't watch it. I really didn't watch Home Improvement too much, so I can't give. 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't watch Home Improvement uh, too much. I think I might have like watched it one day when nothing else was on, and I don't even remember the episode. So I can't uh, I can't touch bases on uh, Home Home Improvement like that. I can't say he was a bad TV dad because I didn't watch the show enough to give you know uh, you know an honest opinion on if he was or if he wasn't. So um, that's probably all I can say about Home Improvement. Hey Dre, sir. I I put thirty seven different names in the private chat, and I didn't even say any of my honorable mentions. Fire off a couple of those real quick. Uh, I'm gonna go with George Jetson from mm-hmm. the Jetsons. Wow. Uh, George Jetson. <laughs> uh, Fred Flintstone. Oh, and, then, and then you could honestly say Jack Arnold, the dad from uh, the Wonder Years, kind of the same dude. Mm. Um, mm. Then, I, then I gotta go with That's George solid. Jefferson, because I mean George Jefferson was hilarious and the man could dance. And then, kind of my cheater pick, uh, because I'm not going to go with the TV show. I'm going with the movie version of Murtog from Lethal Weapon. Because that man was another really great dad, but it was movie, a movie? and not TV. This is a so, TV version when they made that TV show. That was trash. All right. Thank so, God is truth. You could pick, you could have picked any of those, any of those four, five. You actually have five in there, but you know those five, and it would better been, it would been better than CJ pick. Like, you you could have you put it you could have picked any you could literally pick anybody else. And it would it would be better than CJ's pick. Dryer lint when I do the laundry. Right, shit, yo, real shit. But you picked the literally the only fucking character that was worse than CJ's pick. <laughs> literally, <laughs> you picked uh, literally uh, the only character that's worse than CJ's pick. You know, uh, oh my god, I'm you could have picked anybody. You could have picked any fucking body else. All right, you could have picked that. You could have picked Doug Marinetti friend from Quote Man. Like, like you, you could pick quick anybody. Like, you could pick anybody fucking else, and you and and you would have and you would have got at least one spot over CJ. But you picked Tim fucking Taylor. Well, fine. Then I'm picking William H Macy from Shameless. I would have. Oh, I would have. Worst I, fucking I, dad ever. He is worst dad, but I would have, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro. I would have no. him a vote over. I would have given vote over fucking full house. Like real shit. For real. You damn right. You fucking yeah. right. Do the call CPS on his own kids. Hey, it's like golf, man. Or <laughs> possible. Listen, listen. Yeah. It, this, this, this is a horrible pick. Uh, it, it really was. It's a horrible pick. Um, I didn't. Know, sorry, lie to you. I didn't pick. really care when I saw huh? the pick. I couldn't pick. Dog. I was like, well, that's number one. So who gives a shit? So the reason why it's a horrible it was pick. not worth the CJ's pick. He was a good dad. You, it's just a lot of people aren't as familiar with the show. You next. He was a good dad. You next. Next okay, though. so that's what next I'm saying, though. Like, next, next, though, but to me, he wasn't. You are. He was he there. When his kids needed talk, they went to their fucking father, not mm-hmm. father adjacent. Okay, <laughs> when he didn't know what to do, he sought counsel so that he could be a good dad and not be too hot-headed. Even he sought he counsel from a guy that we couldn't see his all his fucking face. So? Like, 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 you, 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 you saw Castle from 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 eyes. 
from ice. And people see and people mm-hmm. see counsel from a big father in the sky that they ain't never seen, don't know, is not sure. Great value, hundred percent true with that, with that point right there. I can't even argue okay. that one right there. So, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't argue the last point. Those eyes were wise, though. But my point was like, was it? it takes it, it takes a level of maturity and growth to know when you like, well, this is, I need to talk to somebody about this shit. Cause they, these kids are stressing me the fuck out versus just being reactive because a lot of bad parenting comes from being reactive because I'm the parent. I, what I say goes all this rah-rah shit versus just being like, you know what, this is above me. And I need to like, let this marinate, talk to somebody about this so that I'm not triggering my kids. So I would agree with you only if he knew his, his neighbor. He didn't actually. He know does his know his neighbor. We he, don't no, know his neighbor. No, 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 no. He actually said in a couple episodes that he didn't know his neighbor. He didn't know his neighbor. Well, he didn't he, know his neighbor on the other side. He, he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know his neighbor. <laughs> oh, he knew him as, as Wilson. Oh, That's it. Yeah, uh, Wilson. He he he, he didn't ask about his wife or, or his he has kids himself. So, anyway, this this is a horrible pick to me. It's got a hard hard pick. It's cams on you. I don't think it's a horrible pick. I used to watch. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Um, I watched a lot of stuff that I probably it was not typical, um, but I used to like this show. He was a good dad. It was not a situation where oh, no. it was a seriously unbalanced where the mom did all the parenting and he was just there to and do the stupid jokes. Um, and it was there was this balance where like his kids could call him out on his shit. And he could call them out on theirs, and it was just, it wasn't, it was they they found a good balance between healthy and normal in this show. Is it the absolute best number one? I wouldn't give it number one, but I don't think it was a trash pick. In all honesty, I'm done. All right, CJ. Yeah, all right. I I agree, with Dre. <laughs> I gotta agree. Like, no, he, you know, don't get me wrong. He was a good, he was a good dad to the oldest one, the one who had the same interests as him. The other two sons, he kind of just, yeah. Like, no, let let the mom parent them. Wait, there was two other sons. (laughs) He didn't know there was two other sons. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, he, oh, he just barely interacted with them. Only one of them was the same interest. But yo, but at the same time, though. This dude, whatever he fucking touched, either spark, call fire, or blew the fuck up. And that's why I picked him, because that same yeah. shit happened to me. No, yeah, oh, wow. he is the biggest liability in that family. Oh. He put you know, he put the entire family in danger all the time and never learned from any of his mistakes. Just kept doing the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah, that sounds like, like me. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right. All right. If I juice it up, if, all right. I juice this last thing up. It blew up. All right. Let's juice this thing up. Let's see what happens. No, it blows up. Damn. All right. Well, let's try it again over here. Like, no, no, bro. You damn it. He damn it killed his family like every season. Like, it's it, called hope. No, 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 dude. He was a fu- he was a fucking safety risk. Yeah, complete safety risk. Oh, you work for the insurance company now. Yeah, he was one of the biggest dangers to his entire family. Like, there's no fucking way. But did they die? 
But did this you die? This episode of Masturbators <laughs> brought to you by Farmers. Did you die? We are yeah, Farmers. Bump it up, bump, bump, bump. Yeah. All right, yeah. listen. All right, Cam. No, no, they came into the room or left the room at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want me to rank them? Hold on. Rank them, please. Pull up my handy yeah. dandy list. Yeah. Okay, so we know Uncle Phil gets number one because he was cheating. Oh shit! Um, she didn't say come back to me. Right? Because um, <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't, no, you guys didn't change my mind on any of these. Um, <laughs> how I felt before is still how I feel now. Uh, when I want you to come back to me is because you guys had me like doubting what I originally thought. Um, Carl Winslow is second. Cliff Huxtable is third. Mm. They're both kind of trash, but yeah, Tim, <laughs> oh, yeah. The two man Taylor, <laughs> Tim the Two Man Taylor is fourth, and what? Danny Cannon with his cheating ass. Oh, it takes a village, but I'm not in it. As he's fifth, he's like, he was right. always at that damn news station. CJ, all right, Dude, of course, fucking uh, I'll go fill the goat number one. All right, Carl Winslow's number two, Danny Tamer number three. Uh, Cliff Huxley number four, and for Tim Two Man Taylor number five. You got your damn mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne's on you. Uh, Cam, get get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Get out of my uh, dreams. <laughs> we got oh, we got yeah. Uncle Phil. Then we got Carl Winslow. Then we got Cliff Huxtable. We got Tim Taylor, and and then we got Danny Tanner. I mean, that just I okay. Gang, gang. I'm here. Yeah, so guess always gonna go last, and I almost have the same thing. Almost. Uh, first things first, with the piece of Uncle Phil, Dad, love you. So, Uncle Phil's number one, uh, Carl Winslow's number two, Heathcliff Huxtable, number three. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna switch the I'm switch the four and five. Man, nobody uh, cares that nobody asked yeah. you. Denny <laughs> Tanner is number four, and then everybody else. Fred I, I G, heard. Of, I Fred heard. About it. Everybody else. <laughs> Fred, Fred G. Sanford. Else. <laughs> All right. Fred, Fred yeah. G. Sanford. Uh, no, I did not have choice. Uh, our it was um, it was Rick from Rick and Morty. Rick. Did that. Oh, wow. Oh, actually, I, I put that on. I put that in there. Yeah, Grand Jeff from the. Granddad from the Boondocks, like like, like, <laughs> like, 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 like everybody else outside. You picked literally the only fucking character that that works. Like, Ray, Ray Romano's dad from Everybody Loves Raymond, and, and I hate Everybody Loves Raymond with a passion. I hate that show with a fucking passion. Why? That show, What's that show? Wait, wait, that was wait, a wait, horrible wait. damn show. Hang but on. you would have picked him. You, you could you could Ray Romano or his dad. I'm like, all right, cool. You still be you still be. Hold on, <laughs> that show was too best to watch it. So 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 Dre is over here talking all this whoop whoop. I'm gonna I'm catch him up in his own shit. Watch. Good. Who's a better dad, Tim Taylor or Marlon? Marlon from where? Huh? Oh, Marlon, from uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, Finding Nemo. Dory. Or finding Nemo. Okay, so that's two different things. No, 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 no. no. Just we talk about TV. That's a movie. That's a movie. Choose, that's choose, a movie. Choose, that's a movie. Choose, that's choose, a movie. Choose, that's a movie. Got him, got him, got him. But, but fucking Marlon's worst dad ever. Like, like, I'm saying that shit. But we're doing, but we're doing TV. We're not doing movies. We're doing TV. Okay. You want to know how many times I've watched Finding Nemo on my TV? All right, Ed, rank him, please. 
Uh, number one, <clears throat> I got Uncle Phil. Mm. <clears throat> number two, <clears throat> I'm going to go my man, Mr. Huxtable. Number three, Carl Winslow. Ooh. Number four, I got to go Danny Tanner. And last, Tim Martin off of home improvement. All right. All right. So listen, we want to thank Ed for coming mm -hmm. on. Uh, my guy, thank you so much no, for coming no on. No problem. Man. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. So listen, we uh, so next week we, we have a Kendra from the uh, um, Crush Gasm uh, podcast where we're doing the best Nickelodeon show. Actually, we are having Kendra, Amanda, and Casey come on because two of people have lives and they can't be here next week. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a job that likes to monopolize my time. It's still lost. I don't got. I have a life, but it consists of working football, and football mm -hmm. is the reason why I won't be here. Hey, right, listen, football is life. Win, hope you win. Uh, so it'll be nice oh, to get another ring again. My name is DeAndre Robinson, and I'm not a big fan of McDonald's, but if you can get you an adult Happy Meal, they got. I, I got my adult Happy Meals. No, it's just this. Yeah. Oh yeah, the limited. Oh, the limited edition happy meals. I want some liquor. Limited edition happy meals. Yeah. Limited edition don't happy meals. I want to drink my drink, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's liquor." Why does that look like some kind of great value Walmart version of four? I don't. I don't know, but this this one came out my my happy meal. So that that's like all the characters have full eyes. That's like that's like a backwards country right version there. of that little sign that they put out when they'd be like, "Children, cost here." Like parents will buy it so they don't see past the house. That's what that looked like. That's mm. how, much <laughs> the happy, how much. How much the Happy Meal cost, Jay? Oh, that, it's, it's it's a pretty pity. I'm not gonna lie. I, I only did it once. Only did it once for the Happy Meal, and that's it. I'm not doing it again. And and got to try to eat all my food. I just, I, I just wanted the toy. That, that was, that was like <laughs> a, a big crash test dummy. Like I saw that they might release some in the bucket, and I was like, "Dang, I wonder if this bucket will be worth money in the mm -hmm. future." But that's how I know I'm old, and that's why I know I should. Like, <laughs> I don't even want it. I'm just like, "Dang, will I be able to sell this?" Beanie Babies. That's that order shit. These are my friends. It's worth a shot, though. These are my friends. Say goodbye, friends. Goodbye, y'all. Thanks for having me too. Hey, fly eagles fly too. <laughs> every time, always, never always, fail. Every time, every, every time. Thanks, Ed. Uh, no problem, yeah, it's your girl Cam. I won't be here next week. I will not miss y'all because y'all keep me up late. No, I'm just kidding. I absolutely <laughs> will miss y'all, especially the people who comment live because it's always hilarious. Um, but yeah, do me proud. I'll be back in two weeks, and I mean, like, just don't do no shit. I would judge you for it. You know how I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely doing that shit. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, this is your boy CJ, aka Cooter Shooter. Okay, thank y'all for tuning in, and yeah, hope you guys had a great time. Welcome back, <laughs> oh, CJ. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so again, like I said on the on the start, I am Dwayne Meyer, but you guys already know that. Uh, so. I almost want to put a poll up on uh, on on Facebook and Twitter. Do I look more like Ted Lasso, uh, a large Farva, or Ron Swanson with this Ted Lasso definitely? Uh, definitely. But but also, uh, you know, interact with us between shows. Uh, you know, send in your messages. I would love to know if you guys are homebrew hobbyists because I am, uh, and I'd love to read that stuff. 
uh, and find out kind of what your recipes are, what you're trying to make, what you're doing. And that's yeah. it. Bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>